0: is Aditi, and welcome back to my podcast, ABCD. First off, I want to acknowledge the overwhelming amount of support I got from my first episode. Hearing that so many people related to my experience really validated my reasons for starting this podcast, so thank you all so much. So I'm sure most of you have watched Mindy Kaling's new show, Never Have I Ever, and if you haven't, it's on Netflix, and speaking from personal experience, it's definitely possible to binge watch the entire thing in two days, so get started. Growing up, the only Indian representation we saw in mainstream TV shows were characters like Raj in Big Bang Theory and Ravi in Jesse. And looking back, it's embarrassing. Why is it that the only representation that we had? was nerdy Indian boys with no friends at school and forced accents that honestly sound nothing like real Indian accents. It didn't seem like a big deal at the time, though. We were so excited to see Indians on TV that we didn't care about how we were being represented. That's how unbelievably desperate we were. And maybe that's the reason some of us were so quick to reject Indian culture when we were growing up. We saw Indian characters constantly be the butt of jokes, socially awkward, and outcasts at school. It's hard because as much as we wanted to see Indians on TV, they're portrayed so poorly that we didn't want to be anything like them. But that's how others saw us, and we had to work extra hard to try to separate ourselves from the Indian scene on TV. And years later, I've separated myself so much that I'm only now realizing how far I've gone. So yeah. Here's to the journey of finding my way back, and I think the first step is appreciating real and partly accurate representation in Never Have It Ever. I can't say that the show is perfect, because it's definitely not. It was frustrating to see Devi and her friends dubbed as the unfuckable nerds, and while we're talking about it, not every Indian is at the top of their class vying for a spot at Princeton. But it is a step in the right direction baby was relatable she was an abc like us and just like a lot of us or at least me she wasn't fully comfortable with her indian identity the scene where she's at the ganesh puja or ridiculing the festivities most of us have been there and if we haven't said it out loud we've thought it but those of us in college now can also relate to the boy that she was talking to like i said in my last episode being away from all the Indian culture that we experience at home makes us appreciate it so much more when we go away to school. I have to say, my favorite part of the show was when Kamala decided that an arranged marriage with Prashant was the right choice for her. When I first saw her with Steve, I was dreading her shitting on arranged marriage later in the show. I'll probably talk about this more in depth in a later episode, but I don't think there's anything wrong with arranged marriage. I just think that western culture has twisted it into this concept where girls are forced into marriage by their families. I'm not denying that it's possible, in fact I'm sure that is the case sometimes, but a lot of times it's not, so I'm glad that the show had a more accurate representation of what it is like. There are a few things though, that I wish Mindy Kaling had done differently. Because some of the aspects of the show felt forced like she picked out a few trademark things that us ABCDs are known to experience in our day-to-day lives and she just threw them in there. The thing is, we don't get too many chances at shows like this. Shows like Gossip Girl or Modern Family or Friends or really any show with a majority white cast will always be popular no matter how repetitive or unoriginal their storylines might be. They don't have to try as hard as we do to make a name for themselves. But shows like Blackish and Fresh Off the Boat are literally one of a kind. It's as if there's no room in Hollywood for more than one show that focuses on an Asian family, or more than one show that focuses on a black family. But personally, the few episodes of Fresh Off the Boat that I've watched were incredibly relatable. And I've watched all of Blackish and its spin off, and I loved it. Beyond just being funny shows, it was also cool to be able to learn about other POCs and their experiences in the United States. I think there's a misconception that when you put out shows that focus on POCs, your only viewers will be people of that color. It's true, most of your viewers will be POCs, but there's that desperation again. We want so badly to finally see a show or a movie that revolves around people like ourselves. When Crazy Rich Asians came out, I was so excited. And as happy as I was with the Asian representation, I didn't think the movie itself was that good i felt bad thinking that because i wanted more than anything to be able to celebrate this new movie it did do a good job representing some asian values i'll agree to that but i thought that the plot of the movie itself was boring something we've seen before but a lot of the reviews were so good because of the fact that it was an asian cast and i think we're seeing the same thing with never have i ever People are just so happy to see a movie or a show surrounding Asian culture that no one looks beyond that don't get me wrong that kind of mindset is important because the more we celebrate shows and movies with POC's the closer we get to more being made but we need to remember that we deserve interesting shows and unique movies that all the while still focus on people of color I won't lose hope yet so I want to emphasize that as soon as the next season of Never Have I Ever comes out, I will be watching it, in hopes that Devi's on her own path to learning how to celebrate Indian culture. It feels incomplete to talk about this subject without acknowledging Priyanka Chopra. I went from seeing her in movies like Dostana when I was growing up, to seeing her in Hollywood as the main character on Quantico. And while I don't think Wanako had much success in opening doors for other Indians or other Bollywood actors, it was still really inspiring to see her establish a place for herself in both Bollywood and Hollywood. All in all, it's obvious that television and movies haven't yet represented Indians the way that I would like, but right now, I have to say that the only platform that really helped me feel more comfortable with my culture is TikTok. It sounds silly because we don't normally think of TikTok to be this meaningful app where people from all different backgrounds can share parts of themselves. But that's what it's become for me. A couple of months ago, I started seeing videos made by other ABCDs show up on my For You page, and I remember the excitement I felt when I saw people exactly like me on my phone in front of me. As cliche as it sounds, I finally saw people dancing to songs that I grew up listening to, or crushing on actors that I've seen in all my favorite movies. It became the sort of Indian representation that I had craved my entire life. I fell in love with the people I saw on TikTok. People like the Jakaria sisters, who with no hesitation put their langas on in front of the camera and danced to Kamaria. But I also envied them. It was hard seeing people that were so comfortable with who they were, and I could see how much fun they were having. It was all I wanted to do, but I had no idea where to start. Thankfully, this podcast is the perfect medium for me to do so. Now I'm back, simply enjoying laughing at the fact that every Indian seems to have the same Corel dish set. Thanks for tuning in, enjoy my podcast ABCV again next time, and hopefully we're a little less confused.